The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Wednesday edition. And I am so glad that I have the opportunity to be part of your day yet again. Whether you're watching this live at 11 or catching it at a different time or listening to this in an audio podcast format, I just appreciate the privilege uh, to be part of your day. Uh, we're in Ecclesiastes chapter 4. I'm actually going to cover the same verses we covered yesterday, the thought, but <clears throat> as you're turning there, I want us to just remind you of tonight, Wednesday night, we have our adult Bible study midweek service. Includes an adult Bible study in the auditorium, in person, uh, plenty of uh, pl- space for all of us to meet. There's also a youth group and kids club all taking place at the same time. Uh, starting at 7 o'clock, done about 8.15. We invite you to join us. If you can make it here in person, we'd love to have you. If for some reason you're unable to, we will be live streaming the adult Bible study portion of the service that starts at 7 o'clock tonight. Well, as we continue in our study through the book of Ecclesiastes, and I say continue, as I just mentioned, we're actually going to repeat I shouldn't say repeat, I'm going to add to a little bit of what I said yesterday. Now, I mentioned yesterday in the episode we had where we talked about uh, five different things we get from relationships. One of the things I mentioned is that we really could spend days, if not weeks, discussing and breaking down aspects of relationships. The fact is, whether in relationships from marriages and all different aspects, probably one of the greatest resources are so many books, so much money has been placed into authors who've written about relationships. And why? Well, obviously marriage is different than others, but relationships in general. Uh, One, I think because of the need relationships. Two, I think because of the obvious complication that comes. Our pride really fight some of the benefits that come with relationships. And so what I did yesterday, and I won't do for due to time, I won't repeat those five today, but yesterday I mentioned five things that I think were necessary reasons God wants us to have healthy relationships, not just a relationship in general, but healthy relationships and why they're needed, starting with they're commanded by God. So yesterday, if you haven't watched yesterday's or listened to yesterday's episode, I encourage you to do that. You'll see five other reasons for a good, healthy relationship. But let me read the section of scripture we read yesterday, and I want to give three more thoughts. And I just kind of, as I'm thinking about yesterday, I felt like there was a little more that I wanted to add. So we won't do more than this, but I do want to give three more thoughts. Well, let's go to the verses in Ecclesiastes uh, that Solomon penned that I think uh, that we're going off of that I think are important. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9. Actually, verse 8 talks about the loneliness, but verse 9 is where he steps in. He says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falls, for he hath not another to help him up. Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? And if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him. And a three-fold cold is quickly, is not quickly broken. Of course, that last verse talks about uh, when, you tr- when you take a cord and you wrap it up to be a rope, it, tr- it makes it stronger. So when you have people in your life that come and help become part of who you are and help your life, help your life it's very hard to break that. And that strength and that unity is what Jesus designed. Again, he designed us to need it. He designed it for us to be able to be part of this. But we mentioned yesterday, sometimes it can be complicated. I'm going to clarify one thing and the reason I'm leaning on this. We, we live in a day 
of where, and, and, and again, I'm not, it's not political, this is just the way the culture is right now. With COVID and everything going on, we've been told to separate. We've been told to social distance and separate and all the different things going on. And, and please understand, in some scenarios, those were not wrong. Those were good things. But unfortunately, what it does is we've been isolated, separated, and all these different things. And, and so it's easy for that to become the norm. To, to have a cold distance from people, to stay away out of for, for valid reason, but lose the fact that even though in some legitimate scenarios we have been distanced, we kind of begin to think that is normal in the way we approach other people and the way we think people will or should approach us. And what we looked at these three verses is Solomon again is explaining the absolute need for strong relationships. And simply God created us to need them, to want them, and with the ability to develop them if we'd let. But please understand what I'm referencing here is healthy relationships because each and every one of us at some point in our life have or will experience what is called an unhealthy relationship. We, whether it's a friend, whether it's a relative, whatever, where somehow the relationships become toxic. The more we're around those people, the more they drive us from God, they more they encourage us into the wrong area. We, we become critical and angry and bitter just being around them. And in some scenarios, that is true. In some scenarios, we need to separate ourselves from those people as God works in their lives and so that their struggles don't become ours. And so we do have to be discerning in who we allow to influence us. So this is what we're referencing is healthy relationships. But I'm going to give you three more thoughts and then I'll be done with this uh, moving forward. Three more thoughts about what are needed or what, why healthy relationships are so good. The, the third, which would be technically the sixth thought of the two, two, uh, two episodes, is they just make us better. I mentioned yesterday that iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend, and we explain what that is. But there's two things that I think we see in this. One, uh, they teach us forgiveness. Now, please understand, in pretty much everything we're going to see in these three points, it's what we can give and what we get. So he teaches us how to forgive. It teaches us how to receive forgiveness, and both of those are necessary. It's not natural for us to do this. We need relationships, healthy relationships, to teach us how to learn to forgive somebody, how to accept forgiveness from other people, and to be able to move forward. It's absolutely necessary. And through that, these things make us better by helping us to find healing. A good, a healthy relationship helps bring healing. A toxic and wrong relationship only makes the problems worse, but a healthy relationship teaches me to forgive and to receive forgiveness. And then key from that teaches me how to learn to heal and develop in healing. So it makes me better too. It teaches us grace. Now again, grace, you know, the word grace, it's, it's, it's a term is defined as unmerited favor. We can also use the term God giving us something we don't deserve. Really, it's giving something because we don't deserve. In Ephesians, it says when, you know, use our, our, our lips and our words to offer grace unto the hearer. Simple idea is to offer people something they don't deserve. We reference back our first point, forgiveness. When we, when we look at relationships and why these things, these, these strings can be so powerful, is it teaches us to offer people grace. When, 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 when the world says to be angry and to bring hate and to be hurt and to say, I'm never forgiving, the world says that's what you need to do. You have a right, they've hurt you. Grace teaches us to offer them what they don't deserve. And, and frankly, the idea of what they don't deserve is legitimately they hurt you. But to offer them what they don't deserve, you offer them forgiveness, you offer them acceptance, you offer them reconciliation because that's what God wants us to do. And please remember what God wants us to do generally always goes counterculture with what the world wants because Satan is creating the culture and it's always the opposite of God. So what God says is the world says hate and leave them alone. God says find a way for reconciliation. And fortunately, I wish I could say that always happens. It does not. But generally, if both sides are willing to do that, then you can have that. And so we offer grace. 
Now, again, not only to offer grace, but to receive grace. Please understand that in some scenarios, it's good for us to learn to give and receive grace and in turn forgiveness because we need that. We need to be able to heal and move on. If we can't heal and move on, Satan's got us stuck. We can never move beyond what we have done or never move beyond what someone else has done to us. And both of those are necessary. We need to move on from what's been done to us and we need to move on from what we have done. Forgive ourselves, accept forgiveness, and move on and grow from this and a healthy relationship will help with those. So they make us better, they teach us grace, but I too, I think thirdly, they, they show us Christ. What I mean by that, one of the things you can see through the grace, forgiveness, and love of Christ is you see unconditional love, unconditional acceptance. Jesus doesn't come down to us and say, okay, I will accept you and love you when you become this. Now, obviously, we know that he has a plan and a purpose and a will for us. And and through the sanctification process, he's striving to develop us to be more and more like the image of his son, which won't really come to what we call glorification, the day we're in heaven and our glorified bodies in the presence of God. But until that time, he wants us to grow. But that means we're growing. We're always growing. We will never achieve perfection. We will never get to where God wants us to be, really. So that means as we're growing, that's what we should be doing, there will always be time when we could say, I wish I were better or I should be better. That's true. So in that, God says, while you're growing, I will always accept you on your good days, your bad days, when you do well, when you fail, I will love you, I will accept you anytime. He says in 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness, he will always do that. So the question comes, as I learn from Christ, am I offering that to others? And am I willing to accept that from others? Kind of all three of these work under the same ideas, offering what is needed and accepting what is needed, which really does go both ways. He says in the end of verse 12, a threefold cord is not quickly broken. When you can get a relationship that is healthy and I even say biblical, it offers you a strength that loneliness can never offer. Sometimes we feel like I'm alone, no one can hurt me, I'm better this way. That's exactly a lie of Satan. You are not better that way, God did not create you that way. Now you've gotta seek it out, you've gotta strive and you say it's not easy, no, no, no. Anything worth having is not going to be easy. But when you strive and you work for what God has, it is healthy, it is good, it is biblical and it is what God desires us to have. I hope the thoughts today and yesterday on these couple of verses are encouraging. I hope that they are challenging, but I hope they inspire you to recognize that this is what God wants and they can, it can be a help and it can be exactly what we need in a time and a culture where just by nature, we, we're a little nervous in this area. And I think going back to what God designed is exactly in our hearts what we need to recognize. Well, then thank you for joining us again. Again, we'd love to have you tonight, uh, seven o'clock, in person here on property or online to watch the adult Bible study. We do appreciate the privilege we have to be part of your day. We hope it's an encouragement and we hope we'll see you again tomorrow. God bless.